Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsors. When I first went into business, I found out in a hurry that it was lonely at the top. If you're a CEO or business owner and you're feeling lonely at the top, then I'd like to invite you to join us at our Action Coach membership community. It's a community of like-minded business owners that help each other, build each other up, sometimes push and pull each other. If you'd like to learn more, just reach out to me at philgilliland.actioncoach.com, book a session, and I'll give you all the details. Some people have said that retail is dead. Well, I can tell you that retail's not dead. And my next guest is out to revive the retail sector of business. She's out creating leaders. She's out franchising. She's making great things happen. Stay tuned for this episode. You're going to learn a lot. Hi there. Welcome to Epic Entrepreneurs, the show where we show you what it really takes to build an epic business. I'm Bill Gilliland, and I'm here to help you make more money, build better teams, and find the time to have the freedom to do the things that you went into business for in the first place. So let's get started. It's nice to see you. Um, my name is Franny Tacey, and I'm very well known as the first female farmer to plant hemp in North Carolina, but that was many years ago, and now I'm running vertically integrated CBD and hemp business out of Asheville, North Carolina, and beyond. We have franchising models. We manufacture, distribute, and help other people learn how to do business. Cool. Well, welcome aboard. Let me just, let's back it up a little bit. Tell us a little bit of the story from farmer to hemp farmer to where you are now. Yeah, we have this story. It's called Pharma to Farm. Um, I was in pharmaceutical sales for well over a decade and all sorts of positions there between sales and marketing and training and uh, manufacturing development. And from there, I got really just disenchanted and disgruntled. I called it the unhealth care industry, and they called me the hippie in high heels. And I said, for the last three years, I was like, I'm getting my farm, farm at a farm. And it had been my dream since a childhood. My parents divorced very young. My dad was a farmer and my mom, a corporate businesswoman. So I always knew I wanted that farm. 2008 hit. We had business development, communities in construction, all this going on, huge shift when you lose all that. And it got back to the center. And I bought the farm in 2012, which was five years before I planted the hemp crop. So that was the major shift, you know, just coming back. It's always great. People talk about trauma and I'm always been called the one that sees everything on the bright side. To me, it was an awakening. It was an awakening not only to get back to my heart and what my real purpose in this life is, was not to be a human worker, but um, to be a human being and what was really aligned for me and where I wanted to shift. So here I am, um, you know, in this amazing, wonderful, better than I could have imagined path when I'm taking the right path. So you, when when you first bought the farm, what were you doing with it? Or you, did you just have a farm? So, 
bought it raw land. It was raw land. And this is what I do. Not only do I develop a business, I had been dreaming about this developed everything. We built a two-story barn house where the bottom started as a workshop to build everything, but eventually, and now is an event center. Um, And all these barns that we have, I have a degree in forestry. So that's pretty interesting. I went to Northern Arizona in Flagstaff and lived on a farm in college and was in forestry and did all sorts of research trials then. So this path I'm on now, really my family's like, finally, we know what you're doing. We've been so confused. You're a forest ranger. <laughs> you have a master's in education. You taught school, you know, super confused. Now it's all culminating yeah. into this big thing. Yeah. But, Pharmaceutical sales. Then yeah. you get a farm. Yeah, it's all it all sort of this path. It all makes sense. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about our farm is it's open to guests. It's, you know, for anybody that wants to book a stay here. Um, it is just an amazing place where they can come. It's all regenerative agriculture, everything that has been planted and developed over this time. So pretty amazing place. Come see us. And stay, take a tour through a hemp garden, you learn and relax. But that's the heart and soul that really catapulted the business. So we so we started growing hemp, and then what? And then the first year in 2017, when I planted hemp, we were, I was the first in North Carolina, the 11th female in the entire country. So needless to say, and it was still federally illegal, Um, there was not anybody to really help me out. So we had to figure it out. And the first year I grew for food and fiber, um, the beginning of 2018, I was the first person in the country to do a TED Talk on hemp as a crop. It had always been focused on marijuana and growing. And my message then was hemp can revitalize our agroeconomy and all all of the United States through food, fiber, medicine, and clothing and building materials. I mean, this hemp is the most amazing crop. So I did that TED Talk, and that was the year I transitioned to growing for CBD, because that's where the business is. And you got to be able to be in a profitable business to be able to do anything. It's just what has to happen. So I shifted to growing CBD. And that started everything at the end of that crop. And during that crop, we were like, what are we going to do with this? Well, I have to create products. Fortunately, I had that experience from pharmaceutical sales and in farming. And I've been doing this for a long time. So I just had to step it up a level. And we opened a manufacturing plant and we opened our first dispensary. Now we have, you know, just five years later, we have three corporate stores. We have five dispensaries. We're about to open three more in the next few months in three new states. So here we go. And it evolved super fast, super fast. Nobody to do it. So we had to do it every step of the way. I do not suggest that now in business. What I suggest is people get along in our franchise model so that we could cut out all the mistakes and catapult people into the success. All right, I want to come back to the franchise model, but I want to deal with the fact that you've had all these varied experiences that have sort of all led to this, this to you sort of getting to your purpose. 
So talk about that a little bit. So <clears throat> it's always evolving. It's it's this journey. I know, you know, we always hear it's it's you know, not the destination, it's the journey. And I've got I call my life in phases. This is this phase I'm rolling out in. But the whole goal is to bring hemp into the mainstream. That is part of what I do. As farming has always, when I was a kid, they cut my nickname was Nature Mama. Um, how do we evolve? And our purpose is living with purpose. You know, we are not here, nobody is here for just the outside world. You know, what we have on the outside comes from the inside. So I work a whole lot on the inside and providing opportunities for growth and connection, for my own personal evolution um, in leadership and training and providing people. Everybody is looking to find a way to be better, look better, feel better, do better, provide more. And my real goal, ever, you know, I, yes, you want to feed the world. You want to do all these great things, educate everybody. It all comes by providing a platform and an opportunity that attracts people. The like-minded, we're mirrors. There's so many people looking for what we do and offer on so many levels. So the more people I help, the invisible, the greater I grow an invisible impact, don't even need to know them. That's really what I live for. Who do I get to help today that I don't even know just by being me? That's super cool. And it's it's big. It's it's a it's a big thing to think about. Let's talk about your franchise model a little bit. This is how you're going to help a lot of people. So obviously, you can impact a few people with your corporate and company uh, stores right. and dispensaries. But now, you you've got a new model, and it's it's going to be revolutionizing things. So let's talk about that model. Yeah, thank you for even asking about that. That is the biggest part of this invisible impact is to empower other leaders. To do the same thing. And this is what our franchise model does. We're getting a huge and lots of attention coming out of COVID, where I had a lot of times to think, like, how is my best way to make an impact? And that is developing other leaders. So everything changed coming out of COVID, too. So everybody's familiar with franchises. We usually think McDonald's, Burger King, lots of the restaurants. You know, we've got is sign places, franchising model. It's very traditional, based on zip codes, all this stuff. Everybody knows what they're going to get a packet. Well, what makes it even more important in the industry I'm in is that none of that stuff is normal. I've started 11 businesses up until now without having to do any franchising or look to anybody else because we knew how to do it. Not in this industry. It is unregulated. We don't bank as normal. You don't advertise. We have websites even shut down. Banking, almost unheard of. We have partnerships with all of these things that people can't get. Just last week, um, one of the major banks that had over 30,000 people in hemp industry closed that division because of Delta 8. Very, very hot topic. So, not only is it not business as usual, but what's really getting the press is if I want people to be successful, I have to give them the tools to be successful. And retail is not what it used to be. So Franny's Pharmacy, drum roll, is 
now giving our franchise owners 10% of their online business, which comes all through the corporate website. Corporate is behind all of that. We put our marketing team, our energy, my vision, the creation through this tool and give them a means to build their online business as well. So they can get feet in the doors, people to their computers and capture that business because that's really how the business owners are doing it. Why don't I let them really be a business owner instead of saying, you can have this, but not this. We're going to have this, but you get this. No, we we are leveling the playing field and they are all out there. We do not compete with one another. We collaborate. We have weekly meetings. We have trainings. This is all about building a team. Yes. I love it. You've obviously got a lot of passion around helping other people and helping leaders in particular. And, and you've got to, you know, you've got a great background. I want to talk about the advantages. I think there are advantages to being a female leader and 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 how how that how that's showing up in your in your world. Well, you know, especially in the the business I had been in and pharmaceuticals and all this other stuff, I've always very floated very gracefully and successfully in a man's world and in a male dominated fields and I've learned that stuff, but what I bring to the table and what women bring to the table is I'm like the spider in the web, casting the web. I see the biggest picture and how everything is connected and have a really great, I am so aligned in the three brains of body, heart, and mind that so quickly I can tell who the leaders are that resonate with that. So as a leader and the visionary, I call it the visionary and the creative person behind CEOing this, we do things different as women. I give the power away to build more power, the invisible impact by giving it away. We we function very different. We network, we collaborate. I'm a loyalist. I find the right people slow, slow, slow to hire or build that relationship. But once we do, it's through thick and thin. And so this team that I've been able to assimilate, and especially as I've taken over as CEO this last year of all my businesses, is a dynamic force that a woman carries. You know, it is the creative force of giving birth and raising a child and a family and a life and a business. it's just beautiful. I mean, already these these co- connections and collaborations have built because before I planned it in 2017, I had spent two years figuring out how we were even going to get it legal and able to plan it here. So we're really embedded in this. I bring a lot that through that model of female energy or female leadership, everybody is a balance between male and females. But It's so beautiful. I'm so excited about what's happened because our next three franchisees are all women. And up until now, and before I took over, it was all men. And they are so dynamic. We've got a marketing, somebody that's been running a marketing director for a national company in the entire East Coast for a decade. She's a genius. We have a corporate designer that has been doing all sorts of plans across the country 
And we have a pharmacist in three different states. And they're all launching in the next couple of months. These are women and they are seeing and connecting all these dots where I've come from very traditional male, you know, it's leadership, a little bit militant. I have the power. I give you a task. You report to me. You win, you lose. It's a punishment reward grading system. There is a glass ceiling. You have to walk through one step to the other. You know where you're going. You know your boundaries. There's not a a lot of allowance for that creative energy. That's not where we are, and that's not what I stand for. Almost the exact opposite. We have very, very hard sessions sometimes. Probably some of the hardest things I do when I have to sit down for half a day and be in a creative space with other people that don't necessarily see all the things I do, but they see different things. You know, it is a collaborative, just energetic force behind the actions. So what do you believe makes a good leader? You know, I get asked this a whole lot and it depends. I feel like, you know, I have to look in the question. Are you a good leader, Franny? Are you doing, are you leading the way you would want to be led? So my style of leading and the people I'm attracting that I'm so supportive of is a style of leadership that works for me. We want people to think. I need thinking, interactive people. I don't just need robots. That could be somewhere down the line of manufacturing. But I lead by empowering people and asking opinions when they're deserved. Um, And I think that's really important. I lead by giving people power and empowering them. Is I I think it's very insightful. I think it's very insightful for, for people to hear that you need to lead the way that you need to lead. And that sounds cliche, but at the end of the day, you've got to find your own style. You can't copy somebody else's style. You can take bits and pieces, but you're never going to be a real leader unless it's, unless it's you, unless it's, unless it's you. I don't really like the word authentic, but that's what comes up as the word being, 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 being real, being, being, being real with who you are and, and taking the lead and going it in. So you got three or more franchisees that's super exciting in three states. Uh, you've navigated a ton of banking, legal issues. You've covered numerous challenges. What's the vision? What's the big, what's, where's the vision now? Or what's, com- what's coming next? This is so exciting and so beautiful because it all goes back to right where I started, which is the farm revitalizing agroeconomies, that TED Talk where I talked about hemp is the plant, the one and only plant that can not only provides medicine, but that can provide clothing and shelter and food. And we will be expanding our divisions to include more hemp in textiles and in food and in building to really build a hemp brand under Franny's. So very exciting about that. We are right now, this week, actually signed our leases on two new stores. We are moving, upgrading. We have um, expanded a whole new store design to support this model where we have 
mobile cannabis cafe kind of kiosk that you can roll outside for your CBD coffee and tea, building the edibles. We have clothing racks where we will be able to expand and have more hemp lines of clothes. All also where we have this super interactive, really cool, fun, interactive dispensary where there's videos and strain of the months and you can try products and you can interact with us on text, on YouTube, however you see fit. We're, we've got all this lifestyle stuff that's coming on board and really great teams and feet on the street. So really just expanding the vision, expanding the brand. And we'll be expanding internationally and across the U.S. So we've been east of the Mississippi right now. And next year, we've got major expansion. Well, that's exciting. That's exciting. It is. It seems like a lot of people <laughs> might want to might want to jump on this. This, I mean, to me, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, you've navigated all the stuff that's a that's been a problem in this industry, and you and someone could can invest in and and get a franchise, and you're giving them a part of the of the online sales, which is nobody does that. I mean, it just, you know, or it's a rare thing anyway. So I think it's, I think it's super exciting. Super exciting. So what advice would you give other business owners, entrepreneurs out there or people thinking about becoming entrepreneurs or business owners? What would you, what would you leave them with? Well, when it all comes down to it, it all comes down to what's inside. Everything outside will reflect what's inside. And if you thought it and you believed it and you dreamed it, it's there. Go get it. You got it. You got it. It's already there. You started it on the inside. The outside will reflect that. And when you get scared and when you think you're going to back out, because we all do, it's normal. We, we need a little fear because we're doing scary things sometimes. Just remember that's your, your little inner child that's was wounded and sitting in the corner and just tell them, you got it now. You're grown up. You got this. It's all good. You don't have to be afraid. Just do it. If you believed it, you can make it happen. And we're here to help that. Yeah. yeah. If you can think it, you can do it. I like it. Take some action, figure it out, yeah. and take some action, get started. I love that advice. That's brilliant advice. That's brilliant advice. If people want to buy a franchise or they want to contact you or they want to find you, how can they get a hold of you? It all starts at franniespharmacy.com. So always people get confused with pharmacy. It's F-A-R-M-A-C-Y. We're putting the farm, we're putting the plants, we're putting the land back in pharmacy. That's where the real medicine comes from. And Franny's with the Y, franniespharmacy.com. That's where you can buy our products. We were the leaders in this industry. We stand behind everything and vertically integrated. You can track that through a QR code right to the farmer. And that's when you can buy our products, find out about franchising, wholesale, just get engaged in any way, shape, or form. Join it. This, we're all part of the same team. This is how this is how we do great things. Yeah, that's super exciting. And we'll put all that information in the show notes so everybody can have it. So this has been fun. Anything, last thing you'd like to, to tell anyone? Well, yeah. I mean, I also want to tell them along the way that I'm super um, appreciative to be on this and to be invited to talk with you. You have done 
amazing things in leading and coaching and mentoring and helping people through this cycle, not just on the physical realm of getting the business open, but on mindfulness and everything. And so, you know, thank you. Thank you for being uh, a leader and a supporter and a coach in all of this that we're trying to do. Yeah. Well, thanks for saying that. And I really am excited about what's getting ready to happen. I knew it was big already, but it's going to be massive uh, with the franchising opportunity. So that's, 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 that's super interesting. So I think what I, you know, I'd love to have you back in, you know, probably about six months and see what's happened around the franchising just to, to dig into that oh, a yeah. deeper. That would be so fun, right? Let's do it. Let's okay. Do sounds, it. sounds good. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks, thanks for having us. It's been fun. And until next time, all the best. Awesome. Thanks so much. It's a pleasure. Have a great day. Nice meeting you. Yep. See you. Thanks for joining us for Epic Entrepreneurs. So here's three things you can do. Number one, if you enjoyed the podcast, go out and give us a five-star review. Number two, subscribe to the podcast. You guys know how it works. The more subscribers we get, the more cool things we can offer you. And number three, if you'd like a free copy of my book, The Coach Approach, Five Principles to Build Your Epic Business, then just go to giftfrombill.com. That's giftfrombill.com. Until next time, all the best. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.